Kate Sweeney, do you want to do your Carrington intro? Go ahead, man. Another day, another dollar, another episode of The Drive. I'm Carrington Harrison. We got Rob Brenton behind the glass coming up. We'll go out to San Francisco an hour or two and find out what are those 49ers cooking up for these Chiefs in two Sundays? <laughs> but we start here. Has life ever given you an inspirational guest? That was pretty Someone. good. I got I to give you credit. You do the best Carrington impression. You do a better Carrington impression than Rob. Yeah. I try my best. I, you know, I, I, I heard from my new opening, and I don't even need it anymore, but I heard from my new opening that I'm a good impressionist, and that's just another one to add to the list. I got to ask you uh, this question before we get to very serious things. Mm. Because we had a caller, Mario. He tried to forgive Rob for the last couple of months. I don't think you can be as down on the Chiefs as Rob. Mm. And now you can just sprinkle him with the Chiefs holy water and forgive everything that Rob has said. Yeah. And now he he can just pick him to win the Super Bowl and now be on board? <laughs> no. What uh what's been awesome is we have this group chat of like the twelve of us and the great Sean Barber just reminds us each and every, every week. Every day. Everything I think he must have wrote down everything negative Rob said because he regurgitates it back in and it's tough. It's tough to escape right now. I'm surprised that Rob just didn't triple down and go with the Niners in this game. I think that that would have been my heel move to go with. I'm just psyched to be me, Mahomes, the family, Taylor <laughs> Swift, and Travis Kelsey on a float. I'm like, you're welcome, Kansas City. Will we get, did it. Will you get the invite to the parade, Rob? That would be great. He shouldn't even be allowed to be in the city during the parade. <laughs> he, should have to, he should have to leave. He shouldn't be allowed to be in city limits. Who needs Mitch Holtis at the PA when you have Rob being like, you can doubt the Chiefs. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Rob doubted the Chiefs. Whenever they say you can doubt the Chiefs, they're going to show a picture of Rob. That's they're going to show yeah. at the parade. So I got friends who do the franchise, the in-house documentary, and they said it was tough to find some of the takes on 610 as far as like negativity because I think we were all trying to be as positive as we could. I mean, I've, I've already said at 3 o'clock that I was very positive when everyone else was negative. However, uh, I think we were all were trying go. to find the, the good uh, areas of the team to lean into. And so I directed my friends there, just like, just look up whatever Rob Brenton was saying the entire time, because that's where you're going to find your, <laughs> the neg- most. your yeah, negative no. montage. He was the most. Can you imagine being the face of doubting Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> that's who Rob Brenton is. Like, Rob Brenton will do some great things in life. Like, he's going to be a great husband. He'll be a great father someday. Yeah. You know, one day, whenever Spectre's done, Rob is going to be my boss. He's mm-hmm. going to be the boss man. He is the face of doubting Patrick Mahomes. You, I mean, we've been to these 610 events with Rob's beautiful fiance. You should see the way that she looks at Rob. I mean, it is like how Taylor was looking at Travis the other day. And so, yeah, tra- outside the station where you don't need any takes, Rob's great. But in, inside, it's been a tough year. It's been, it's it's been, been a, a real tough, tough year. year. Yeah. You know what, man? Let's do the hits a little bit differently today. So I have hit number one for you after Rob shouts out the sponsor. You're stuck in traffic on your drive home? The Drive gets you caught up on the biggest sports stories in Kansas City and around the country. It's the hits only on The Drive, number one. All right, shout out to Kellis Robinette. They put together some of his favorite novelty bets for the Super Bowl. Over under 86 and a half seconds for Reba McIntyre, her rendition of the national anthem. She's singing the national anthem, Reba? She's singing the national anthem. Oh, that's bad. 
Uh, Isn't Post Malone singing something? Isn't he singing like America the Beautiful or something? Is the rock? I don't think I made that up. I who's think Post in the rock Malone world is, this no, year? I, like, I think he the really host? is. The Post Malone's doing the yeah. Who's the host? You know how they have a host now? Is there a host? I assume it's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the in is the, the, is that, the in-house DJ is DJ Tiesto. Does that count? Yeah, shout out to Tiesto. This is going to be a wild Super Bowl. You seem like a Tiesto guy, Pete. You were probably out there at Tiesto and EDMing it up at 2 a.m. somewhere. He was asking me me to go see him when we were in Vegas. He's like, hey, you want to go see? No, I don't want to see Tiesto, actually. Let me ask you guys this. Is Tiesto like the same genre that you would like consider a Calvin Harris? Uh, yeah, I would consider. Oh, mm, I'm more of a Calvin Harris. I'm a Calvin Harris guy. When I met you in the summer. What do you bet on the coin toss? You're a heads or a tails guy. I know people say tails never fails. Tails never fails. I don't. I don't know. I just. I think in that moment you got to pick with your heart. Because half the time, believe it or not, it is heads. There is a bet that you can make. A coin toss analysis for you. <laughs> there is a bet that you can make <laughs> if a kick will make contact with the upright. So will there be a doink in the game? Who, uh, the Moody is the quarter is the kicker for San Fran, right? That seems like a possibility with him. You're only you're only looking at one kicker. I don't I don't think we're getting a doink from Butker. No, I'd be very surprised. You can bet on the first team who will throw the challenge flag. This is a fun one. Over under eight and a half songs performed by Usher at halftime. Over. Last year, Rihanna gave us 12. I think this is a clear over. Sometimes I'm watching, and I guess you'd have to go back and look at the film, but I'm watching these Super Bowl halftime shows, and it seems like the music is going like a tick faster. Like It's almost like maybe they're singing these songs at a 1.5. Because they, tr- they get a lot of Do you listen to podcasts on 1.2 or 1.5? I can't do it. I wish I could. I know people that do it, and they get through podcasts faster naturally, but I, I can't. I need it. I need it. Regular. What do you think the first song by Usher will be? Are you an Usher guy, mm-hmm. Pete Sweeney? Uh, I am. I am. Uh, what about, you remind me of a girl <laughs> that I once knew. <laughs> what about that? That's a great song. How about that? Uh, what color liquid do you think will be poured on the head coach? Purple, blue, lime, orange, red, pink, or water? I think in talking to players over the years, they like blue the most. And I wonder if the training staff gives them more blue. So, I don't know. I guess if you want to really bet on that, I would go blue. What's your favorite Gatorade? I like classic Gatorade. Lemon lime. Uh, I really like the, uh, the, the glacier cherry that's white. Sure. That one's just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I, I don't know. I always, I always like the original, um, like, lemon lime Gatorade that was featured in that commercial. And then they'd say... Naturally, we called it Gatorade because it was for the uh, Florida Gators at the time. They had to get and be more hydrated. So. Someone on the text line says you can do that with podcasts. Yes, you can do it with podcasts. You can listen to it at a faster speed. Yeah, that's a thing. One of the texters loves Reba. I mean, I don't know. You don't love Reba McIntyre? I don't know. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a huge Reba person. Who, who do you think is more famous, Reba or Usher? We had this debate we, a couple days ago. Usher. Obviously, we're locked in the Super Bowl. We argue about this for like Re- eight minutes. Is no. Reba... Go on tour worldwide. Usher has had worldwide tours. Reba did have a television show. That's that's okay. I mean, that, that's okay. Who's who's like your older woman crush? Lots of because mine is Martha show. Stewart. Who's yours? Um, because Reba might be some for somebody listening. They I, might love a Reba. I think I I guess because I've gotten old now and she's gotten older. It would be Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts used to not be like one of the old, you know, but it would be that counts now though. No, Julia Roberts. That definitely counts. You know what I mean? How old do you think Julia Roberts is? Uh, 54. 56. She was born in 1967. Not bad. Not a bad guess. Good for her. Looks great. The answer is Marissa Tomei, by the way. Mm. 
I can't argue that one. That's a strong one. <laughs> a 1927 Buick Skylock. <laughs> I can't argue, uh, Marissa Tomei. Uh, not at all. All right, uh, Pete Wait, Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. Jerry. Let's yeah, get to going on? very, very serious football things. You were at the AFC Championship game. Mm. My biggest takeaway from the championship game was this. I saw one team that figured out their formula in beating the Miami Dolphins, and they have stayed there in their following two games. Lean on Isaiah Pacheco, get the ball to Rasheed Rice, get the ball to Travis Kelsey, play really good defense, minimize negative plays. Patrick Mahomes was sacked two times Mm -hmm. this postseason. He threw no interceptions. They won the turnover differential in their three postseason games. They have the best defense in the league. If you can do all of those things consistently, which they did for three straight weeks, it was going to give you a chance against any team in the National Football League. The formula for the fourth game is no different. Continue to rely on Isaiah Pacheco. Continue to have the best defense in the league. Minimize negative plays. That's how you win this game. Yeah, and I think some of the depth players deserve shout-outs, too. I mean, I know you guys have probably talked about Marquez Valdez-Scantling, but Leo Chanel and Drew Tranquil stepping in for Willie Gay in that role was huge in this one. Nick Allegretti, who came in and did a really nice job for Joe Tooney. And then Deion Bush, three defensive snaps, and he's able to pick the ball off. So you have the Stars, I think, doing all the right things in the sense of putting the Chiefs in the position they want to be in. You're right about the offense. I mean, we, we were saying the whole year it, it's it's Kelsey, Rice, and Pacheco, and you could win that way. And then you just rely on your defense. And if you don't make mistakes, right, like you're not putting your defense uh, on the field in a, in a short field and you are making them work from the 25 or beyond, you are in a really good position to win the game, especially because you figured it out on offense. And when you've needed these complementary players that I just mentioned, big plays in the playoffs. This is exactly what we see in all the runs Uh, And this year so far has been no different for Casey. It is still crazy to me. Like I went back and I was looking at the play-by-play breakdown of the game yesterday. It is crazy to me that Baltimore called three runs in the second half of the game. Like, I just don't know how if you were the offensive coordinator for the Ravens and you watch as much film as they tell me that they watch Mm. and you watch as much football and you're around your team that you can call up three run plays over the course of a 30-minute span and think that that is your formula to get back into a game. And if you can see the amazing skills that Lamar Jackson has and you were trying to make him a pocket passer, it was just a very awkward game plan. Kansas City deserves all the credit. They went out there. They won the turnover differential. They had fewer penalties. They played a much cleaner game. Baltimore has to be kicking themselves of that game was winnable last Sunday. And I thought they did a lot of things on their own accord to lose the game. Yeah. And I, it was a big spot. And like we've seen now the chiefs play uh, teams where in the last game, the defensive coordinator did not do um, a, a coordinator has not done a good job. And then they go on and get a head coaching position. The coordinator, the defensive coordinator for the Ravens, Mike McDonald is now the Seahawks head coach. So even after a, a, a performance like that, you wonder that about that, but yeah, on the offensive side, I, I just, I was surprised at their plan, their plan of attack. It was not sound. It didn't make a ton uh, of sense. I think just because if you really look at it and then you just dig into the numbers, if the, if you try, we're trying to pick a weakness of the chiefs defense, it's been the run game all year. And you have one of the better, more interesting, creative run games in the NFL. I just didn't get it at all. And I think it's the reason uh, the Ravens weren't in that game. The, the Chiefs scored 17 points. They were shut out in the second half, and you couldn't find a way to 
score a touchdown. Uh, big plays by the Chiefs defense, too. I mean, it, if you really look at it, it should have been a tie game, but it was that it's the little things. It was that play by Snead. I mean, that to me was the key to the whole game. It, the Flowers was about to have that touchdown. Ball's on the ground. Chiefs get it. That was it. It's crazy to me how the Super Bowl is like so defining in a way. Like Cam Newton's Super, or Super Bowl year, that MVP year, he was phenomenal. You play poorly in the Super Bowl, no one really remembers how great you were over the course of the regular season. Like it is that thin of a margin. Mm-hmm. I actually think that that 2020 Chiefs team is the best Chiefs team that they've had during this run. They just were unhealthy in the Super Bowl and lost, and no one outside of Kansas City will really remember or talk about how great that team was because they lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, This defense, they are one game away. They're not going to be talked about like Seattle's defense or some of those kind of teams. Right. If their defense finishes top two, they held Lamar Jackson to 10 points in the AFC championship game, and they stop Christian McCaffrey or hold San Francisco to 13 points, they will be talked about as if they are one of the great defenses in the last 10 years of the National Football League, which they should be. Yeah. But you got to now put the cap on it in front of 100. Next Sunday's game is going to be the most watched football game ever. Like we, we can say that now. Based on the numbers, it was the most watched divisional round mm-hmm. game ever when the Chiefs played. It was the most watched AFC championship game. Yeah. They're going to show Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. It is going to be the most watched football game ever. If your defense plays well in that game, people will talk about your defense for forever. Yeah, quietly one of the, the better defenses of all time and will certainly solidify that by uh, you know winning in the, the Super Bowl. And, and this was my point the entire year I just thought it was historically good uh, you know the the Chiefs kind of ran into having everything click at the right time young players older players uh, here for pretty much the entire season and uh, when you know you say top one top two defenses like that was my whole point of trying to remain positive all year was look we've seen defense first teams win in the past and my point was the Chiefs have not the offense we've seen in these recent seasons. It wasn't top five. It wasn't top three. Nothing like that. But it was 10. It wasn't as bad as some of these historic teams like the Broncos and 50 Steelers in 08, where their offenses were 24 and 18, respectively. Your offense was all right. And now it's gotten to a point in the playoffs where it's above average, good again. And in the first half, it looks like the offense we've been used to in recent seasons. So if you can put that type of effort together in a few Sundays in Vegas, you'll be champions again. Let me ask you this question. Let's say that Sunday's game that you were at was the Super Bowl. Who do you think would have won Super Bowl MVP? Because I think that player would have been Travis Kelsey. You're saying, say that one more time. So let's say the AFC championship game, that exact same game happens next week. And that was the Super Bowl. Got it. Got it. Who do you think would be named a Super Bowl MVP? Because Patrick Mahomes made the throw late. Patrick Mahomes did not have a great game last Sunday. I thought Travis Kelsey did. I thought that Sneed made the play of the game, forcing the fumble on Zay Flowers. I bring that up because out of the last 10 Super Bowls, there have been four non-quarterbacks that have won the award. Out of the last 15, there have been five. Out of the last 20 Super Bowls, there have been seven non-quarterbacks. I don't think it's crazy to lay a little bit of money down on Travis Kelsey. This is Travis Kelsey's weekend. If you were Travis Kelsey's agent... And I understand that you want to be focused on football, but you have clearly been transitioning to what life is going to look like after football. You are going to be the star 
of the most watched television show ever. Mm-hmm. People want to know about your life, what you were doing, your relationship, your mom, your brother. This Super Bowl is about Travis Kelsey and him being an international star over the course of the last 12 months. I don't think it's crazy with the season that he's had that he caps it off with a nine catch, 115 yard, one touchdown, and he wins Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I think if you were looking for which player meant the most for KC in this last game, it it's a tough conversation to have because I, I think you could put Snead in that category. Mahomes, if you really look at the numbers, 30 of 39, 241, and a touchdown. And so those numbers aren't good enough to be locking down the quarterback as the MVP. But you look at Kelsey's game, 11 targets, 11 catches, 116, and a touchdown. And it wasn't just the touchdown catch that was ridiculous with Hamilton all over him. It was also the third down catch and the fourth down catch. These were difficult balls to to catch. And three of the tougher catches he had he's had to make all season. And he was able to do it. And, yeah, you think about that touchdown and how impressive it was. Probably would have been Travis Kelsey. I think you make a good point. So if you get a similar scenario, a similar game next week where Mahomes is about 250 and maybe just one touchdown, you know, and, yeah, I, I could see that happening for sure. Yeah, I don't think it's crazy to lay a little bit of action on Travis Kelsey to win the Super Bowl, uh, MVP. I wouldn't lay a whole lot. I mean, the the odds are – I mean, the odds are, I guess, Brock Purdy would win it because he's the their, their team is the favorite. But if you ask me, I would probably rank most likely players to win Super Bowl MVP. I would say it's Patrick Mahomes 1, Brock Purdy 2, Christian McCaffrey 3, Travis Kelsey 4. Yeah, I think there would be some people that would put Debo with the same tier as Kelsey. Yeah. Maybe they would have the same odds. But, yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. And then, um, you know, there are these – few few happenstances where defensive players also win it. The thing is, if you are a defensive player, you almost need multiple scores. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous what you have to do. Or, you know, Chris Jones would have to go off for somewhere in the four to five, six sacks, sack range, something like that. I mean, it, so I, I think the players we just mentioned are, are pretty much the only players you should consider betting on unless something really weird happens. It's been a while since I've asked you this, and I can't remember what your answer is. When did you realize that Patrick Mahomes was different? Like, when did you realize that the Chiefs just didn't have a good quarterback? Like, Buffalo has a great quarterback. Baltimore has a great quarterback. Cincinnati. The Chiefs have something that is drastically different. Like, they don't have have a human being playing quarterback. They have an alien. They have a superhero that was crafted to dominate the NFL as their quarterback. You follow this team every single day you are out there. When did you know? Uh, If I'm being honest with you, um, it was week two of 2018. So after covering Alex Smith, I covered from 14 on. So I covered Alex Smith 14, 15, 16, and 17. I mean, if you try to put your mind back in what the Chiefs were in in that time, uh, the Colts and Steelers just had their number all the time. And I remember that, we had the start of the season, and by this point, it was Patrick Mahomes starting his third game. He had done the Broncos thing, and then he had started against the Chargers. Looked amazing against the Chargers. Uh, 15 for 27, 256 yards and four touchdowns, something we had never seen. But now, in week two, they had to go in the road against the Steelers, who perennially would like really kind of own the Chiefs at that time. And naturally, you know, you say, well, the Chiefs have had success against the division. That started with Alex Smith. I don't know about them going to Pittsburgh. What did Mahomes do? 
23 of 28, 326, six touchdowns. And I said, this cat is a different type of player. And he only got better. I mean, I don't know. He's not just slinging it around, not knowing the playbook for six touchdowns anymore, but he puts the Chiefs in a better position to win. And so if I'm really being honest, it's, it's, it's that time I knew. If there was a moment, like a play, and I think a lot of people reference this one, and you know what I'm talking about if you're a longtime Chiefs fan, it was that Chris Conley 49ers that's pass. That's mine. Where he, yeah, I'm yeah that's mine. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take Yeah, no, no, there. you're perfectly fine. I, I just I remember it very, very vividly, and I remember I was watching the game with two of my close friends, and I remember I looked at them and I said, that's a little bit of Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Like, there are just not many people that can – a, are athletic enough, can keep their balance, and then have the zip on the ball to make that throw in the back of the end zone is when I realized that the Chiefs just had something very, very different at quarterback. Now, I had no idea that this is what different meant, that they were going to – that they basically had Tom Brady on their team. Not just Tom Brady. Like, they have a better version of Tom Brady on their team. Like, for all the things that we said about Peyton Manning, and you remember how cerebrally was, how he Mm -hmm. just played the game at a different level, the Chiefs have – the updated version, you know, how, like with technology, how it exists, like how it improves. Like you and I probably thought like when we were playing PlayStation one or, or in 64, it was the most lifelike real thing you would ever see right. until you saw the PlayStation two. And, so you saw, and then that's what Patrick Mahomes is. I thought I saw a quarterback perfected with Peyton Manning. And then I thought I saw it with Aaron Rodgers. And then I saw Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, wait, hold on. Well, this that, is different. That's my point. When we start to hear all these quote-unquote reports, rumors, whatever, of, like, Andy Reid retiring. I mean, I I think he's taking this as long as his body lets him because, uh, you know, you've seen quarterbacks with Andy, and, and he always gets the most out of them, but he's had some great ones in, in Donovan McNabb and, and Michael Vick and Alex Smith, but to me, he's been waiting for Mahomes his in, entire life because, to your point, it's like, it's almost like a creative player. Like who, who's like make who is really sharp at the line who can make any kind of throw who can you know, throw the deep ball and sling it, but also uh, be smart enough to figure out coverages pre-snap and switch the route on the fly. If there is a, a situation where uh, he has a running lane running, but not to the point where you're hurting your team or taking hit. I mean, he's just, he's the perfect quarterback. And I think one Andy Reid would have created if he was playing video games. And so he waited his whole career to work with this person that he could only dream of in his mind. And now he's suddenly after this amount of time going to give up being six years younger than bill Belichick. Like what are we even talking about? I, I, I think those reports and rumors and whatnot that the national media references are so lame because of what you're saying. It's like Mahomes is the dude. And I think Reed knows that if I set the over under on super bowls, one for Patrick Mahomes at four and a half, what would you take? <laughs> can I can I get back to you after next Sunday? Uh, I think he gets this one, so I'm going to put him at three in my brain. Yeah, me too. And so, yeah, I think he wins two in the next ten years after that. Yeah, I I, I just feel that way. So I would say over, which is wild uh, to admit. I know, which is, I mean, it it was a time where like if you had said five, like yo, you're just not being realistic. Yeah. Like, what are you doing yeah, here? Yeah. Like five now is like a. It's almost it, it. It's we're almost at the point where four to me is like, hold on, wait. 
I think they're going to win on Sunday. They only get one more in the next 10 years. Like we're kind of getting close to that point. Like I, I think they are winning. I think they have the better coach, the better quarterback, the better defense. And if you were going to give me two weeks to prepare for that quarterback, I just feel really good about Kansas city winning this game. They obviously could lose. San Francisco yeah. was the second best team over the course of the regular season. They have more skill position players in Kansas city. They have a very, very good coach. Their defense is good. I think they're better than what it was like, uh, well, last week against the Lions. San Francisco was a very, very good team. I just think the Chiefs are winning this game. Yeah, I think, you know, just getting back to the Mahomes stuff, what's wild about this, too, is so they've been to now, it's going to be the fourth in five years. I mean, they could have gone to the Super Bowl six straight years in a row, right? If D Ford wasn't offside, yeah. they win that game. And who knows? I mean, I, I think they beat that Rams team. So that's one right there. If the whole second half disaster doesn't happen, like Mahomes getting rocked on the sideline in the AFC Championship and the Bengals storm back and and win, like I, you know, who knows, you know, what happens in in that Super Bowl, and it could be even crazier right now. I mean, I think the rest of the league is fortunate that he is only going to be at three potentially if he's able to, to win the game, and so. I don't know, man. Uh, it, it's been wild to watch and so abnormal. I mean, I talked to reporters around the NFL and, and they've covered a team for years and never been to one. And here we go getting ready to fly to Vegas for now you're spoiled. Our third. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It really is. It's 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 something not to take for granted and it's just such a cool part, uh, you know, just to be a small part of everything that's happened in KC. We should we should think about that sometimes for sure. I want you to stay for the next segment because I want to get a better idea of what you eat during a Super Bowl party. Like what's on <laughs> yeah, your right. plate? We're going to do a little bit of toss up. I'm going to give you two foods and you tell me which one you like more for the Super Bowl. We got Pete All Sweeney right. in studio. Keep it right here. So drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esqually Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. <laughs> Kansas City is Justin Reed. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. think the text line has been so disrespectful to Usher over these last couple of days. Someone on the text line said, CDOT, does Usher even have eight and a half hits? I'd I'd hammer the under if it was at four and a half. Why are we doing Usher like this? Four and a half. We're doing the same guy that did You Got It Bad, the same guy that did Burn, the same guy that you remind me, the same guy that did Yeah. That's how we're going to do Usher. I would say this might be a two Americas moment. Cause I would say the average person in my America is like, OMG DJ guys falling in love again, loving this club. Yeah. And then they start to tap out. Rob, you keep saying this. I went to see Usher in Las Vegas. It was a lot of your America in the building. I think they're going for those four songs. <laughs> the same way I went and saw Mariah Carey. You know what my America was there for Christmas. Hmm. And then she did Emancipation of Mariah, and your America was fired up. I guess I just didn't know that anybody under 40 feels this way about Usher. Like, I just, he was relevant when we were in elementary school. Nice and slow, my way. Mm. That's how we're going to do Usher? Doesn't make sense. Do you think the entire team that does Yeah is going to be on the stadium? That's what I think. I think that's the last song. Who is in it as well? Ludacris and uh, Little John. Little John, yeah. Mm. Ludacris on stage would be great. I mean, that would be something that would get me excited. I just don't know how we're doing this to Usher when he was Bruno Mars before Bruno Mars. Pete, oh, if you wow. want a little bet for Vegas to take some money to the window, you know who I think the surprise guest will be? Justin Bieber. 
Mm. Go put some money on that. Just, just a beauty and a beat. Put your mortgage on it. I don't know about my mortgage. Put you know what? Put your car on it. <laughs> okay. But don't go to the casino. Find someone in the streets who will take that bet. All right. Sounds good. All right, Pete Sweeney. I wanna I wrote a couple of uh wrote I wrote a, a couple of toss ups for you just to kind of see how you feeling. You know what I mean? Super Bowl food. Rob, hit me. Toss up. All right, Pete Sweeney. Guacamole or chips and salsa? Yeah, this is tough. I usually like to have both on hand. No, I'm, not for this one. You can only have one yeah. on your Super Bowl big game plate. For me, it's guacamole, and I will take like a spicy guac. I like I like guac a little spicy, and not everyone enjoys that. Um, who who in your life makes a really good? Who makes a really good like guacamole? Me? Like your mom's or I can do it. My cousin taught me how to do it, um, and I actually have the guacamole maker like you know that stone bowl and the 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 guacamole tool to smash them avocados got it at the house hit up trader joe's don't forget the garlic little garlic lemon and lime it's good the text line said of course you compared him to bruno mars because like bruno mars usher only has one recognizable song i don't want to talk about usher anymore to the text line Mm. they've been nuts Absolutely nuts on this topic. Uh, oh, here's one. Isn't Usher just someone in a wedding? Like, come on. <laughs> Who would say that? What the hell? Are you a bone-in or bone-out guy, Pete Sweeney? For chicken wings? Bone-in. Bone-in. Give me the regular chicken wing. I don't, you know, the only problem with bone-in is it, it gets messy. So there are circumstances where, you know, if I don't want to be messy... And I want wings. I'll get the boneless. But they're just never as good. So give me the bone-in wing. What's your favorite wing flavor? So, like, let's say right mm. now I give you, like, a $100 to wing stop. Oh, my. Buffalo Wild Wings. And I'm like, hey, we're going to put you in charge of wings right. for the function. Mm-hmm. What are you What are you making sure that we have part of our food? The three that come to mind are classic buffalo, barbecue, and then garlic parm is is very good rob doesn't like garlic parm like that i love it i'm yeah. a big garlic parm big lemon pepper lemon pepper my wings man lemon pepper is good you're getting me hungry for wings right now but yeah garlic, you got to get some garlic parm people sleep on garlic parm then they have it and they're like i'm you know i need some of this when i get a lot of wings are you a pigs in a blanket guy or a nice slider Again, two things I like, but I, I you got to pick one. That's why it's toss up. You can't. Of course, you like both. That's Gosh. what makes this so difficult. Yeah, I, I hate when you do the one's got to go thing. I mean, it's just saying goodbye to something forever is tough. Uh, I'll go with the pig in the blanket. Mm. I think a slider to me is more for. I mean, you can eat a slider anytime. There what kind a, of slider do you like? You like the pulled pork? I like just like mini cheeseburgers. The little, the little, the little baby burger. I know me and you. We gotta, we got. I know we gotta figure this out. I know you're going to Vegas. Me and you gotta get to White Castle at some point while we're there. That's not part of yeah, my life. Me and you will do that for sure. No, not at all. But I, I love you, Pete. I can't wait to hang out. We're already figuring out. Hey, we're going to this. Sure. We're going to this. Yeah. I promise you, me I will not you. be at a White yeah, Castle. Yeah. After a couple pops, we'll <laughs> head on over to White Castle. No, that's <laughs> not where we're going. Let's. I can. <laughs> you know, if you want some great late night eats in Vegas, yeah, I can certainly show you the great late night eats. Okay. White Castle is not one of them. All right. Me. All right. We'll you get, like seafood? We'll get a. Crave. I'm a big late night oyster me bar in Vegas. Get a crave guy. Case. Um, big 24 hour late night oyster run for me. I love it. Oysters after going out in Vegas? I don't want to throw up. I love it. All right. Here's the thing. 
you, you can't have pigs in a blanket like regularly during the week. It's a it's an event food. So I'll take pigs in a blanket on Super Bowl Sunday. Meatballs or the little weenies? <laughs> well, I just picked weenies. I'm not going to pick weenies twice in a row. Yeah, I'm gonna, I know which one you like, though, yeah, on the plate. Are you getting the give little Give me the balls the- instead of the weenie. I, I, I feel like meatballs, there's a little Italian in me. I, I got Italian in me. So, yeah, I'll take the balls. Can we agree to this? What's that? Outside of pizza and wings. Because yeah. those are obviously the one-two pick. Put both of them on my plate. I'm eating both. I'm having a little bit of wings. I'm having a little bit of pizza. Mm-hmm. The best thing on Super Bowl Sunday yeah. is buffalo chicken dip. Yeah. It's the best thing. I really, really like uh, French onion dip with just the classic ruffle chip. So that, do I. That was That's a why I have up. the daisy dip. Do you? I can give you some daisy dip. What is daisy dip? Is this your new thing? It's game-changing flavor. No MSG, no nothing. What's Daisy Dip? You, this is this is the thing that you and Rob have the Ernie and Bert promotion for. You guys go back and forth on it, like yeah, yeah. I have some. I can just give you some free right now. You can next time you're at the grocery I store, I'll give you a I coupon. I can't do it on a diet. I gotta get all the dip out of the house. Any well, kind of I, dip needs to go. We just went drinking together last week. Needs what kind of diet is this? I got It's one I follow on weekdays. You're drinking soda that right the, now. Yeah, that was the weekend. Diet Coke. It's Diet Coke. Friday's a weekday. Just a heads up. Zero points on on Weight Watchers. <laughs> Zero points. <laughs> Pete was telling us all about that great spread he had after the Ravens game, but can't have some Daisy Dip. It's been it's been tough. <laughs> Yo, fried turkey leg and fried chicken with some collard greens. Ooh. That that checks out on the diet. I felt like a Raven. <laughs> Somebody on the text line just texted in. Hey guys, KFC sauceless hot wings are the greatest. Bro, what is going on in your life? KFC <laughs> sauceless hot wings. <laughs> what is going on? There in are your too life? many good restaurants. Yo, that she have gotta wings. come home. Because you have reached a point of down badness. If you you drive past all of those other restaurants, five, you six, went to two. KFC. You didn't even get their regular. You know the 562 is going to Boston Market sometimes, too. <laughs> you didn't get their regular 11 herbs and spices. You went for the sauceless hot wings. Ugh. That's a place of despair I'd never want to be. Yeah, I don't know. You just There are certain places that you just don't need to go to too often. <laughs> KFC is one of them. Calling it the goat makes it worse. It's one thing <laughs> if you're goat. like, hey, they're not bad. The goat. Are you a Popeyes guy? I've never yeah, asked you I could do Popeyes. Yeah. The, like a popcorn Who has chicken. that kind of time on their hands? You got to wait at least four hours once you get in the restaurant. I do like Chick-fil-A better, though. I mean, I really do. I know that there was a the whole Chick-fil-A versus uh, Popeyes. Both are good, but I just prefer Chick-fil-A. Somebody said McDonald's in Vegas at 5 a.m. hits different. Yo, what, what kind of what be going on in your life to be doing this? I'm not going to Vegas to eat food that's back at the crib. No. And that's why we're going to White Castle, because you can't find a White Castle in Kansas City. Good. There's a reason why. We got that out of town. No. Same reason we got emos out of here. We got emos out of here. We got White Castle. Speaking we don't of want franchises, that. I live in that. I live in the, the plaza area. One of you people out there that are rich and can afford it, let's put a Dunkin' Donuts somewhere in the, <laughs> in the plaza. Can we get that done? Why yeah, do I'm I like, have to drive to Mission to get the, the Dunkin' Donuts? You know, you're, Dunkin you're not Donuts. a Starbucks guy? No, I mean, I, I'll, it's not like I never have Starbucks, but I just prefer Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Oh, you're an East Coast guy. That makes sense. Yeah. And I'll, you know, I'll do the promotion on 610 for free for your new Dunkin' Donuts. How about that? <laughs> Somebody said, no lie, that Chipotle be hitting in Vegas. I try to save all my money for the sports book. Yo, going to Chipotle in Vegas is crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You're going to Panda I mean, Express on the strip. I don't, 
you just not not even five minutes ago, you said you wanted midnight oysters, like yeah. after the club. The twenty four hour oyster. I don't bar. know if you have a ground to be like this and this is weird. That's an interesting move, the the oyster in Vegas after the club. You haven't had it yet. You wanna come? I mean, I get will, the pan roast. I'm, have you had the have you I, had the Vegas I pan go get roast? oysters with you? I don't know if I want to do it at twelve fifteen or one a.m. You know what I mean? Maybe at one p.m. You're calling it early on Vegas at one a.m. That's that's what time you start making your move. <laughs> that's <laughs> that, what time you. I'm, this is my first trip to Vegas. When I arrive on Monday, I already got a light buzz at one a.m. in Vegas. Will, at that point, I will. I'm trying uh, to find some more late night shenanigans. At that, that point, yeah, yeah. This is going to be a good trip. Can't wait. I just can't wait to ride everywhere with you in the taxi so I don't have to pay for it myself. I'm just I'm gonna have to expense all of my money to SP Nation. <laughs> hey, yeah, sure, I'll get you in here. Hopefully Joe is not listening to this. <laughs> I'm happy to get you into this club. You got the Uber? Yeah, great. It's gonna be phenomenal. Joel, it's gonna if, be great. Joel, if you're riding in your car, I don't even know what he's talking about. Just, just know that. <laughs> Pete Sweetie of Arrowhead Pride. Pete, I'm not you know, I'm not sure if I will see you before next Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I'm probably gonna see you when, once we get there. Yeah, um, but I'll be back on via via cell. I talked to Rob. I'll be back on via cell to share game predictions and things like that next Wednesday. So, Pete Sweeney, man, we did it again. Yeah, another year. We have made it through another long season. They wouldn't have done it without our coverage. From what I could tell, um, based upon uh, uh, some people who have contacted me today, I'm doing the next week the same six ten stuff. I think we get one more week together, win or loss. Um, so I look forward to that. Hopefully, and hopefully it's a, a win. Um, here in uh, I've already started planning for the parade. Are you going? I want to be in it. If I'm not in the parade, I will not be at the. Parade. Is there a six ten bus? I want to be in the parade, walking the streets. I don't think that's going to be allowed. I want to be in the parade. No. And if I'm not in the parade, then I'm just going to watch it at home. Uh, well, uh, you know, I look forward to what spread you're going to have for the parade watch party at home. Are you coming? No. Mm-mm. We'll come. No. You said that like just too, just too matter of fact. Yeah. What if we there. had sauceless KFC wings? <laughs> sauceless KFC is crazy. Absolutely crazy. If you guys had guacamole, pigs in a blanket, and garlic parm wings, I am there. To America. Definitely to America. <laughs> and sweet potato pie. Uh, coming up on the other side, people want to move the Super Bowl to a Saturday, but I have a much better idea. I'll tell you what it is. Keep it right here. It's the drive. The drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. You're listening to The Drive. Now CDOT's got one extra point. All right, you know what? I am here to make everybody's life better. That's what I'm here to do. Rex Hudler, I just talked to him last week. He always tells me that it is about the people. That everything that we do in this business is about the people. I am here to offer up a solution that will make everybody happy. Dan Patrick, who is a legend in this game, made a suggestion that the Super Bowl should move to Saturday. Here's what he had to say. Something to... Think about when it comes to when the Super Bowl is played. If we have two weeks in between conference title games and the Super Bowl, how about we play the Super Bowl on the Saturday instead of the Sunday two weeks after the AFC-NFC title games? Who's with me? Everybody. Yes. Wouldn't it be great that you have all of this time 
So both teams get plenty of rest. Saturday is the Super Bowl. Sunday you get to recover. Paulie? I think you will get unanimous support. Once you get over the stupid awkwardness of removing the phrase Super Bowl Sunday, which will bother me for about three minutes, the idea that you could be Saturday, put the game even a little bit later start. It doesn't have to be 6.15. It could be 7. Mm-hmm. People could have parties, stay out later, not worry about running home and being at work the next day. Mm-hmm. You would, I think you'd find almost unanimous support for that. All right. I don't support this idea for one reason, and maybe this is stupid. Football is a Sunday game. It's a Sunday game. Our love around the NFL is gathering around with our friends and our family on Sunday to watch football. I love the fact that the that the Super Bowl, that football is on Sunday. I love it. I love that they played earlier in the day and you're waking up and anticipating. I love it. I don't want to change anything about the current setup that we have. I love my favorite thing about the NFL is every Sunday at noon. And I got one game going. I got red zone going. I might got a little money out there. My people's is over. We're laughing. We're drinking. We're eating. We're making fun of each other. We're just guys hanging out watching football, man. I love it. Football is a Sunday game. I'm cool with the Super Bowl being on Sunday. Here's my solution. Why don't we just move President's Day? Just move it. I know not everybody gets President's Day off, but a lot of people do get President's Day off. Wouldn't that fix a lot of the problems? If if you work in the federal government, you get President's Day off. It's a federal national holiday. You get that day off. A lot of other jobs, we get President's Day off at this job. Just move it. Is there any significance about when it is? Is it like Abe Lincoln's birthday or something? Bro, nobody cares about that. Just move it. No one celebrates President's Day. It's not like you go outside and you do something. Just move President's Day. Is anybody's life or world any different if they put President's Day on February 12th? Instead of what the 19th that it currently is. Isn't that the solution to this? To just move President's Day and just have President's Day be the Monday after the Super Bowl every single year. So your solution is Congress gets involved? Just move Seems it. like it has a flaw. Just move it. When was the last time That's Congress it. agreed on anything? Congress almost killed daylight savings, but guess what? Still alive. Just move it. They ain't getting that moved. Move the Super Bowl to Saturday. Way easier. Like Way I, I easier. Just move it. Why, they're not moving federal holidays. I don't want holidays. them to move the NFL schedule. Just move a day that nobody... I understand why Memorial Day means something to you. Or Christmas. Or Easter. I get it. No one feels any closeness to President's Day. Just move it. President's yeah. Day could be any day. They're it could, not, be, it could be May moving. 9th. It could be June 11th. No one cares about President's Day. They're not or moving. Or just a, rebrand it. They're not moving a federal holiday for the NFL. They just created a federal holiday three years ago. They they're just not created moving one. A hey, federal- Juneteenth, here, you can have it. <laughs> they just gave us one. <laughs> they just gave it to us. That's it. Just move it. That's simple. Everyone's happy. I hope you're happy. Come back tomorrow. It's the drive. Car, truck, or motorcycle.